guys doing? Welcome to this edition to Motorcycle Madhouse, episode 475. We're going to be talking about a motorcycle uh, club member over in Australia. Yes, member of the Mongols. He's on the run. The cops are still trying to find him. As well as we're going to talk about the three percenters. And it's very interesting, this one. Everybody contacted me thinking, uh, well, what do you guys think of this uh, three percenter stuff? And it's like, dude, they're not a motorcycle club. Don't you know what the hell you are talking about, really? That is insane, man, that you guys don't know what that is. You're confusing it, especially nowadays with what the hell is going on in this country. And bikers right now are fighting for rights, motorcycle club rights. You do not want to bring in that kind of conversation or you're just going to screw it up. It's bad enough that later on we're going to be talking about this uh, bikers for Trump deal. And I, I, you know what? I truly believe they are the ones that are bringing all the damn press to us. Enough is enough, man. We we are not bikers for Trump. Uh, not all bikers are part of that stuff. So give it up, mainstream media, man. Uh, I would like to welcome to the Insane Throttle Club, Jenny Melkroy, man. Thanks for joining. It's been a while. We've been trying to get her on board, and she is now on board. Don't forget to uh, check the members-only chat over on YouTube. Yes, Jenny Melkroy. Welcome. Rock on, baby. Uh, we got a good, 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 good show for you today. Uh, we actually got the audio and all that. I went back to analog freaking uh, equalizer. Been having a lot of problem with uh, sound lately. So I said, you know what, we're going back old school, man, where at least I know it was good. Also, I would like to thank everybody for the donations. Yes, those uh, studio headphones are because of you. They rock and roll a lot better than these other ones I used to have. Even better than my Behringer's, man. I can't believe it. So, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for everything. If you'd like to donate, go ahead and donate in the Super Chat also, the cash app at dollar sign motorcycle madhouse. Don't forget to become a member of the Throttle Club, guys. And also go over to our Discord server where everybody's talking all the time, man. It's killer over there. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. That's all I hear over there. So, anyway, yes, let's talk about this. Three percenters, or so-called three percenters, they belong to militias. They are on uh, what many would call, and I'm not call, saying it for myself, but what many would call the far right. They believe in hardcore into the Constitution and all that stuff. They believe that the government shouldn't be running roughshod all over you. Again, no. Just because they have three percent does not mean that they are a motorcycle club. Now, you might have people that uh, identify as three percenters in clubs, but it ain't the clubs themselves. One thing uh, you've seen during the 90s was the rise of the three percent 
uh mostly militia members uh that's coming around again man especially in these times it's like it's coming full circle uh when there's a threat to your guns or there's a threat to uh you know any way they perceive of your freedom being taken away they come up and uh get active again they haven't been real active uh in the last four years I know they were a little bit uh, the past, you know, when uh, Obama was in, but the 90s is when it was the prime, man. That's when you had uh, Waco, Texas. That's where they really started to get going in 94. And then uh, Ruby Ridge, man, Ruby Ridge. But, you know, I'm not trying to talk bad about them or any of that type of stuff. I don't know where I am on the fence with them. I really don't. Because. Most of the militia uh, groups, they got a lot of cops in there, man. You know, they're infiltrated left and right. Anything they think they're going to do, they get caught. So I don't, I really don't know where I'm at. And I don't know. Where are you guys at at, that, uh, at this question? But one thing I do know is I don't like people getting them confused with clubs. Because, right... Uh, Biker rights and, more importantly, motorcycle club profiling is one of the top issues within the scene right now. And I don't think we need people confusing uh, them, too, because all it does is bring heat down, man. You, you Now you're bringing, you know, it's bad enough they already have to deal with that kind of heat. But then, you know, the government gets a freaking hard on because they say, oh, 3%er now. Now they're sending feds, ATF, every damn thing off on you, man. It ain't cool. So uh, don't get them freaking confused. Don't do it. Uh, we got a story right here. And I'm going to, you know, this kind of gives you a little background of all this type of stuff, what a militia is, what a 3%er is. Uh, the Oath Keepers, I guess they're one of the biggest ones, even though I've heard, uh, man, it's cops galore in that one. So let's take a look here at this. And uh, who are Michigan's militias? Armed patriot groups resurfaced during anti-government climate. Yes, this is an anti-government climate right now. Uh, both sides of the aisle are going at each other left and freaking right, man. Let me tell you, uh, you know, it's best just to sit back and watch them destroy themselves, both of them. Uh, by Malachi Barrett, uh, groups that love guns and hate government have found a cozy home in Michigan. I, you know what? That's some mainstream stuff. That ain't cool right there, if you ask me. Uh, that's not how you start off an article, man. You just want to freaking, you know, that's more drama that needs to be done uh, that's necessary. Militia activity drew national attention last year after the FBI foiled a plot to kidnap and possibly assassinate Governor Gretchen Whitmer. But anti-government groups have lurked in shadowy corners of Michigan for decades. Michigan's one of the biggest ones, the militias, man. Everybody knows about them. Uh, previously on the fringes of society, these groups have stepped into the public during coronavirus protests, Black Lives Matter uprisings, and Stop the Steal rallies, something attending demonstrations to recruit new members. 
Uh, the Department of Homeland Security Wednesday warned domestic extremists represent a hiding threat in the weeks after the presidential inauguration. That is one of the biggest things why you cannot confuse them with clubs. They're already being tagged as domestic extremists. You, you do not want clubs getting labeled as domestic extremists, even though we know that a lot of cops bring that up. But once you get an official designation of that, it brings all kinds and more problems than it's worth. I can say that. Uh, DHS caution violence could stem from anger about President Joe Biden's electoral victory, COVID-19 restrictions, racial tension. And that's one thing that you're always going to see from the mainstream media is racial tension. You know what? They're the ones pushing it. I don't think uh, people on the streets, uh, you know, really care about that. But that's their favorite thing to put is, is the race card. And perceived grievances fueled by false narratives. Now, it, it depends on which side you are. It might be false to you on the left. It might be true on the right and vice versa. You know, you're not a freaking, uh, you're, you're not gospel when it comes to the truth, especially with the mainstream media. Uh, Sam Jackson, an assistant professor of the University of Albany in New York, uses the term patriot militia to describe anti-government extremists that rose to prominence in the last year. Jackson said these groups wrapped in the iconography of the founding fathers frame themselves as the real Americans defending the country against tyrannical inner... Internal threats. Are you guys starting to see the picture right now and how bad it is for uh, even people asking me the questions? You know, what do you think about them? Should I join them? Uh, if you want to be a club, you do your thing, man. But I wouldn't be associated with that because damn well, they're going to label you an extremist. And you're killing the fight for profiling rights at that point. Because you're welcoming, you're just inviting them in to give you crap. Uh, Michigan can't expect to see more of this militia activity in 2021, according to the Armed Conflict and Event Location Data Project. You know, they track you hardcore, man. Everything with technology now, you can be tracked. That's why some of the times, you know, when we see something in the news, it's like, really? Why you even do that stupid stuff? You know technology is out there. You know they're going to catch you. So what the hell's wrong with you, man? Use some damn brains. Go underground. Do it like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but this is the far right groups. And then on the left, you got the other kind of groups too. So both sides of the aisle has this stuff. The problem is they use that 3% designation, and it really screws motorcycle clubs, man. Uh, most members of militia groups are unlikely to cause any destruction. However, there's a higher potential for people to go down rabbit holes of misinformation and become radicalized as more people become involved. Members of the Wolverine Watchmen, a small militia cell that plotted to kidnap Whitmer, Attack the state capitol and kill uh, police also viewed themselves as patriots fighting a tyrannical government. 
According to the federal court records, the group believed Whitmore and other Democratic governors were violating the U.S. Constitution and is be overthrown. They only been active for a year before its members were arrested. Now they weren't patriots, man. They crazy people, man. They were they were crazy, man. They didn't like Trump. They didn't like Democrats. They didn't like nobody. They crazy. They wanted anarchy and stuff like that. Uh, then you got the uh, Central Michigan uh, Regional Militia, the Wolverines Eighth Brigade. Uh, that's the militia corps. That's the one that started in the nineties and grew in response to nineteen ninety four law requiring federal background checks for handgun buyers and uh, the Ruby Ridge standoff two years earlier. Uh, that's when uh, you you kids that probably weren't around then. Uh, that's when, uh, according to this, uh, and it did happen this way, uh, marshals attempted to arrest Randy Weaver for failing to appear in court for firearms charges, leading to a 11-day siege of his isolated Idaho cabin and the death of his wife and son by federal agents. Militia has really been at the forefront. There's a lot in Montana, a lot in Idaho, a lot out west, yes. Uh, Then you got some down south. But again, I'm going to repeat, 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 repeat. They are not MCs. Do not mistake them for that, okay? Just don't do it. (laughs) Uh, then there's the uh, Oath Keepers here. Now, the Oath Keepers, I guess, are one of the largest ones. And they're also the ones with the most infiltrations, okay? Uh, that's why... <sighs> you know what? Everybody has their deal where if they want to join something, join something. But my God, man, use your brains when you join something, uh, especially something like this. You got the cops. They're worse than, uh, you know, on these guys than they are MCs, man. They'll infiltrate these guys left and freaking right. Uh, Let's see here. Woodstock seldom gets noisy enough anymore to bother the neighbors. But before dawn on Sunday, uh, January 17th, about half the town got the uh, call or the sounds of flashbangs when the FBI came looking for the owner. 38-year-old Jessica Watkins, her boyfriend, militia mate, and bartender, Montana Siniff, 30, said he woke to the building uh, lights and the sound of a loudspeaker. A video of the raid captured by neighbors was shared with Spectre News. It's on there, but I'm not going to show that. Uh, He's an Army veteran, former EMT, and she broke into the Capitol on January 6th, outfitted in full camel gear. Uh, That morning, Sinef was home alone, he told Spectrum. They got me out of the house, then came the flashbangs, they cleared it, searched, questioned me a little bit about things. Uh, Sniff said he didn't go to D.C. and was not a subject of the warrant. Video of the raid uh, from a neighbor across the street was posted on Facebook and archived. Uh, yeah, so they're not playing around, man. Uh, they're going after everybody, man. Everybody that had anything to do with this, they are going after. Uh, so I, all I can say is you don't want that domestic extremum crap on your freaking record. 
Uh, you don't want to be added to like a no-fly list and stuff. But again, don't confuse these freaking deals, man. Uh, that's nothing but hurtful to our cause of making sure that bikers have their rights and all that stuff. You don't want to be in this stuff, but let's go into the biker news. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all. Okay, here we go. Man, that was a bad, uh, I'm getting used to the old equipment again. Uh, Fort Morgan Police Department, a self-proclaimed outlaw biker faces charge of soliciting a hitman. Oh my God, it's like out of the TV movies. Wellness check at Roadway Inn in Fort Morgan led to taking man into custody. You know, we got a bunch of crazy people out there, man. You ever notice? Always craziness. Anyway, a call for a wellness check at the Roadway Inn in Fort Morgan on Saturday, and this was on the 16th of January, led to a physical altercation and arrest, according to a release from the Fort Morgan Police Department. At the scene, officers made contact with Guy Holloway. Man, that Guy Holloway, doesn't that sound familiar? That's probably because everybody uses it, I don't know. You imagine when we're going through life being called a guy. Hey, guy. You know, that'd kill me. Anyway, who claimed to be a member of an outlaw motorcycle club and a female companion. Outlaw motorcycle clubs are not sanctioned by the American Motorcycle Association, some of which become involved in organized crime. You know what? Why do you even bring up the AMA in this deal, man? Uh, most often, uh, such crimes include selling narcotics, trafficking, and stolen goods, and extortion... Of course, uh, according to the FBI. Hmm. <laughs> the female uh, companion looked visibly upset when given the chance to speak freely with officers, divulged that she was in fear for her life and was afraid to leave. The news release states Mr. Holloway claimed that he was part of an outlaw motorcycle club and that he had put a hit out on a female party as well as her ex-husband. Mr. Holloway also claimed to have access to several weapons. Does anybody else think, uh, you know, he's kind of screwed in the head here? Uh, I'm just asking, because it sounds like this dude already screwed in the head. Determining the woman was in danger, the officers decided she needed to be removed from the situation, angering Holloway, who allegedly started a physical altercation with the police. Don't be taken allegedly from me. That's my word. You can't take that from Hollywood. What's wrong with you people? You don't say it as good as me. Same state of affairs. Mr. Holloway became very agitated when the female companion started removing her personal items from the vehicle. He attempted to intervene and pushed one of the officers when they tried to stop him. The department release said, based on the information that officers had, they attempted to take Mr. Holloway into custody and he started to resist. The officers were able to subdue Holloway and take him to the Morgan County Detention Center, 
He remained aggressive, uncooperative, and combative with jail staff. Sounds like he was, like, lit or something, man. Or he had some bone to pick with somebody. He's not all up there. It don't sound like it. Uh, when he was removed from the vehicle, he became combative with the jail deputies. Uh, he assaulted several of them. He was eventually subdued and held on no bond. He is charged with criminal solicitation to commit first-degree murder, first-degree kidnapping, resistant arrest, domestic violence, and two counts of second-degree assault. My God. Dude, why did you run your mouth? Stupidity. Stupidity, I say. Ah. The age. Uh-oh, Toby Mitchell. Yes, old Toby Mitchell, man. He's a member of the Mongols Motorcycle Club. Uh, he is the leader, according to Aaron Pearson, out of the age. He must undergo intensive anger management and alcohol counseling before he is sentenced later this year for attacking two men. Ah, uh, somebody has them anger issues. You, you know what? The best movie I've ever seen on this was Anger Management with uh, Jack Nicholson, Adam Sandoval, and stuff. Uh, you know what? That was a funny movie. Funny, funny movie. Uh, well, Adam Sandoval. Uh, not Sandoval. Oh, my goodness, dude. Ah, uh, my bad, man. <laughs> dude, I feel like just a schmuck right now, man. Holy cow. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Friggin' Adams would be like, what you talking about, man? I was with their Jack Nicholas and stuff. Oh, Hollywood needs to stop that 420 become before he gets on that air. I'm telling you, I do, man. <laughs> that was stupid. Sandler, man, is who I'm talking about. You know what it is? I got Adam on my mind because I was just watching his Baja trip to Mexico, and I thought it was an awesome video, man. Awesome video, by the way, Sandoval. <laughs> uh, Mitchell, who last week pleaded guilty to two counts of unlawful assault over separate attacks in 2020, will now also be able to reunite with his fellow Mongols associates and leave his South Bank apartment after 8 p.m., uh, after onerous bail conditions were relaxed. Oh, Toby, man, you need that anger management, man. I'm telling you. Uh, it came as a magistrate allowed the release of CCTV footage depicting the two assaults. The 45-year-old Mongol's boss was due to be sentenced at Melbourne Magistrate's Court on Monday, but Corrections Victoria asked the court for four more weeks to adequately assess Mitchell's suitability for a community corrections order. Magistrate John Bentley then decided to instead defer sentencing and require Mitchell undergo therapy before re returning to court. He would need to provide the court with proof of his sentencing that he had completed the two therapeutic courses. Well, Mr. Mitchell, good luck with that. I'll see you back in September. <laughs> ah. Old Toby Mitchell, man. Always in the newspapers. That ain't good, man. Ain't good. Now, here we go. This is the main story and also the title of the uh, uh, freaking deal. <laughs> oh, my God, the episode. My fault. I'm really out of it today. 
uh, wanted dangerous Mongols gang member still on the run from authorities. There is a picture of them, Brody Collins Haskins. Uh, they are hunting a dangerous Mongols gang member wanted on a raft of charges have renewed a public appeal to help find and arrest him. Australian national Brody Collins Haskins has multiple warrants out for his arrest and is wanted in relation to drug, firearm, and money laundering charges. He has been evading arrest since June of last year when a series of raids led to more than 200 charges against more Mongols gang members. The 26-year-old is described as 177, I don't even know what the hell that means, centimeters tall, uh, by medium build with distinctive tattoos. Uh, they include a tattoo of a nun on his right upper arm, you are a freak, my man, a skull on his left calf, and the words uh, Tyrador 34 on the back of his legs. He has links to Auckland Bay of Plenty, uh, all that good stuff, and he is considered dangerous, should be not approached by the public. Uh, in 2020, police arrested 10 people who were either members or associates of the Mongols, who they describe then as an organized crime group in relation to drug dealing, a firearms, and money laundering. There you go. There's tattoos, all that good stuff. I do not give Crime Stopper stuff out, sorry. Now, these are the schmucks that keep on the media bumping on us. Because, you know, the media thinks all bikers support this stuff, and we don't. Bikers for Trump kickstarts 2024 White House bid. Oh, Chris Cox, man. Ah, you're trying to get in that news again, aren't you, buddy? You're always trying to use our lifestyle to freaking advance your own personal agenda. Sad state of affairs, man. Um, they go over, you know, they're trying to draft uh, uh, a letter and all that kind of stuff. I'm not giving your attention. You're a schmuck. Anyway, Motorcycle.com 2021 Harley-Davidson Revival certified by the EPA. The Revival is expected to use the Milwaukee 8107 engine. Uh, it announced its 2021 Touring lineup last month, but we can confirm the company has one more model up its sleeve, and we're not talking about the Pan America. That's been all the freaking rage, man. Uh, Harley-Davidson's uh, virtual uh, presentation included a teaser image of a fuel tank console with the word Revival written on it. Motorcycle.com can confirm that the Harley-Davidson Revival will be a 2021 Touring model powered by the Milwaukee 8. The confirmation comes via the U.S. Uh, EPA was certified that the Revival, alongside its uh, returning Touring models, the filing includes both the M8-107 and 114 displacements, uh, but Harley-Davidson typically reserves the larger engine for the specials. Unless Harley-Davidson breaks away from the, the nomenclature, we assume the 2021 Revival will use the same 107 of the Milwaukee 8. Uh, so there you go. You might have a different bike coming out. Rock and roll! Now, let's go to Corey Graff's Wall of Shame. 
by Aaron Fields, a Century Correction Officer, was arrested for the shooting deaths of two people at a birthday party. That ain't a good birthday surprise. What a prick. Uh, near Flomington Saturday night, 51-year-old James Scott Lissiter was charged with two counts of attempted murder. Uh, the sheriff's office confirmed with WKRG Lattister had shot two adult males outside a home. The victims were both transported to the hospital in critical condition. They have not yet released the motive on why he shot the victims and have not released the names of them either. Uh, alcohol was involved and is believed to have played a large role in the incident. Going over to Indianapolis, IMPD officer fired after arrest for reckless driving, marijuana possession. You know, when is it going to be freaking legal all over the place? Uh, he is out of a job after being arrested. Metro Police Chief Randall Taylor uh, terminated probationary officer Andre Good Monday after his arrest in Boo County. Place... Uh, Say Good was issued a summons to appear on charges of reckless driving, possession of marijuana, and paraphernalia. Good had been with the department for one year and was assigned to the department's Northwest District. He was still under probationary status, which allowed Taylor to terminate his employment immediately. IMPD officers are held to the highest standards, not only by myself in the department, but more importantly, by those we work for, the people of Indianapolis, and we are committed to transparency with our community. Man, they're all freaking, uh, hmm, <laughs> all into that transparency now. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. And welcome back, man. Welcome back. So my final thoughts. I cannot say enough. Don't uh, mix the two up with the three percenters and MCs, like one percenters. You know, with all these percenter type of deals that uh, people are doing, like two percenters, three percenters, it does nothing but confuse everybody. And I think that's actually the point of doing it because people don't want to, you know, they want to start something. They don't want to do it the right way if you're in the MC scene. Uh, so they use them designations and stuff, but uh, everybody's hip on what the hell's going on, man. Really, it is. Uh, all I know is for a lot of people out there fighting for rights and uh, anti-profiling and stuff, uh, having a, that kind of stuff even associated with uh, clubs is a uh, bad thing to do. And that's my opinion, man. I, like I said, it, my opinion's my opinion. It ain't gospel and stuff, so... Let me know what you guys think in the comment section. Don't forget to like, share, and comment on the post, man. That helps us out. Uh, if you want to donate to the show again, uh, dollar sign, motorcycle, madhouse. We really appreciate that stuff. 
Don't forget to click the link and check out our Discord server. Uh, we're having a ball over there. I'm on there now, man. Now I know why China Dow's all freaking hooked on it. Getting over there, talking to everybody. It's a fun deal. It really is. So with that, I'll talk to you on the next segment, man. Talk to you guys later. Mm -hmm.